Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Have you ever heard the phrase, fully involved? That phrase actually comes from the world of firefighting. In firefighting jargon, the phrase fully involved is a term of size up, indicating that the fire or the heat and the smoke in a particular structure has become so widespread that internal access must wait until that fire stream or the smoke or the heat dissipates. Now, if I understand this terminology correctly, then it means that a structure is fully involved when it is completely engulfed in flames to such a degree that the structure is inaccessible. Or to say it a little differently, a structure is fully involved when it is consumed by a fire to the degree that nothing else can gain entry. Now, what if we applied this terminology to our spiritual lives? What would it mean to be fully involved as a disciple of Jesus Christ? Spiritually speaking, to be fully involved would mean that one has surrendered his or her life to Christ to such a degree that he or she has left no room for other allegiances. To help us better understand the spiritual application of this concept, let us explore the examples of the rich ruler and Zacchaeus. First, we encounter the rich ruler who approached Jesus with the question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? We find this in Luke 18, 18. And now, up to this point in his life, the rich ruler had successfully obeyed the Mosaic law because he was concerned with meeting the bare minimum requirements for salvation. But his strict adherence to the letter of the law ignored the very heart of the law, which consisted of loving God and loving people. And Jesus brings this out in Mark 12, 29 through 31. Now, when Jesus challenged him to apply love to his finances by assisting the poor, the rich ruler became very sad, for he was extremely rich, Luke 18, 23. And as a result, Matthew 19, 22 states, he went away sorrowful. Although the rich ruler was willing to obey God on a bare minimum level, he was unwilling to surrender everything in his life to God. By restricting the use of his wealth to himself, the rich ruler revealed that he was not yet willing to become a fully involved disciple. In other words, he left room for another allegiance. And as a result, Jesus looked at him and said, how difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. Verse 24 of Luke 18. A few verses later, we encounter another man of great wealth whose name is Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus' approach to Jesus was a little different than that of the rich ruler because Zacchaeus had no questions for Jesus. He just wanted to see Jesus as if he were a spectator of some presidential parade or something. But eventually, Zacchaeus' desire to see Jesus turned into an opportunity to dine with him. And the next thing he knew, Jesus was sitting inside his house. Their interaction at this dinner led Zacchaeus to the realization that he needed to right all the wrongs that he committed as a tax collector. And so he voluntarily agreed to give half of his wealth to the poor and to refund four times the excess money he had stolen by overtaxing innocent citizens. Nowhere does the text say 
that Jesus challenged him with this decision. This was his own decision. And so it becomes apparent that Zacchaeus chose this course of action because he desired to be a fully involved disciple. Zacchaeus did what the rich ruler would not do. And so he eliminated all the other allegiances and surrendered his wealth to the will of God. And so as a result, Jesus looked at Zacchaeus and said, today salvation has come to this house, Luke 19.9. The rich ruler and Zacchaeus provide a very interesting comparison because they are both men of great wealth. They are both men in need of and in search of salvation. But these two men are quite different in how they actually responded to Jesus. The difference between them is what consumed them. The rich ruler was unwaveringly devoted to his finances, while Zacchaeus willingly abandoned his finances in order to be devoted to Jesus. And so we could say that the difference is whether or not they chose to be fully involved. The truth is that discipleship necessitates a fully involved approach. Just look at Jesus' requirements for discipleship in Luke 9, verse 23. He said, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And then in Luke 14, 26, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Now, based on Jesus' own words regarding the requirements of discipleship, we can assert that anything less than complete surrender does not qualify as real discipleship. This is especially evident when three different individuals were, in a sense, rejected as prospective disciples by Jesus in Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. The first, after declaring that he would follow Jesus anywhere, apparently reneged on his declaration after learning of Jesus's uncomfortable and unpredictable lifestyle. The second, after being invited to follow Jesus, seemingly appealed to other obligations in an attempt to avoid becoming a disciple. Jesus responded to this would-be disciple by indicating that it was more important to go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And the last offered to follow Jesus as long as one particular condition was met. Jesus responded to this would-be disciple by indicating that God's kingdom is too important and its mission too urgent for other interests to delay it. The lesson to be gleaned from the would-be disciples is that discipleship necessitates a fully involved mindset rather than a somewhat committed mindset. Scripture seems to indicate that Jesus has no patience for a half-hearted, bare-minimum relationship that leaves room for other allegiances. And so you are either a fully involved disciple or you are a would-be disciple. The question is, which are you? Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him and obey Him in all things. Until next time, God bless. God bless.